York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Yep, here we go. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick Time Show. Here to give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And the Knicks go back to Cleveland, Ohio and beat them 109 to 91. Now, they didn't have Garland. They didn't have Levert. They didn't have Allen. So guess what? We did what we had to do. Put the clamps down in the third quarter and outscored them 28 to 16 in that third quarter to get the win. Brunson started hitting twos again and gave you 19 points, five rebounds, two assists, even though he gave you five turnovers. But all in all, decent game from Brunson. Julius Randle wakes up and gives you 19 points and 10 rebounds. Hartenstein also chips in with 13 points, seven rebounds, and two steals. Quickly gives you 18, and the Knicks win. And we're gonna talk about it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, not that much ugly today, but we're just gonna talk about it all with you guys. So, and if you love the show, man, listen, man, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. We're here after every single game, rain, sleet, hail, or a shine, all right? So salute to you guys for rocking with us. And also introduce my guys, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy, the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. Good Knicks win tonight. Let's go. Let's go. And of course, rookie of the year, my girl Ebony was going on, Eb. I'm good. I'm good. I love this win. Good team effort, man. Like to see it. For real, for real, for real. I'm going to start off with Randall. I'm going to start off with Randall real quick because Randall has started the season wanting to be more efficient. And, and that's what he said, stated to the media. And I actually like the way he's been playing, even though I haven't liked the way he's been shooting. He's been very he's been very cognizant of where double teams are, except for the last game where he, he turned the ball over eight, turnover, eight turnovers. But in general, he's been very cognizant of where the double team is. He's been setting up his teammates. And today, when he started the game, he seemed a little bit lethargic, and it seems like he's still trying to find that between being efficient, reading the defense, and being aggressive. And I think the coach told him something because all of a sudden around that second quarter, he like he looked at himself in the mirror and said, Self, I'm Julius Randle. This guy can't hold my jock strap. Because what Jared Allen wasn't there, right? Which means Evan Mobley wasn't covering one-on-one, right? Which means who who's covering his man? Who, who's covering me one-on-one? Wait, no. No, so I'm taking you one-on-one and punished him all night long. Got to the free throw line, found his touch, and gave us 19 points and 10 rebounds. And had the highest, second highest plus minus of the night, plus 18. So, guys, I want you to get your thoughts on Julius Randle's game or any thoughts you have in general of this game. Yeah, um, Julius Randle, um, to start the game, I wasn't really too fond of his play because I felt like, he was just settling for threes, and especially when his jump shot is not falling at the moment. I'm glad that he made the adjustment as the game went on to be like, you know what, I'm going to just play bully ball and just get to the basket, you know, post do post guys up, you know, get to the rim and get easy buckets. And I think that's what turned the game around for him because later on in the game, he was actually able to actually knock down a three, and I think that's because he actually found some type of rhythm yeah. by going to the basket and getting those easy buckets. So 
you know, as the game went on, I was impressed with his play. And it was good to see him score 19 points, you know, near 20. And I think, you know, even despite the fact that he hasn't played well this season from a scoring standpoint, I think what we forget to mention is that every game this season, he's had a double-double. So it, it just goes to show that even though he hasn't been scoring this season, he's been doing other things to help the team out. And I think we can't forget about that. So overall, good game by Julius Randle tonight. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He's older now. I, th- I feel like he, he's in the place where he's been here for a while. He scored a bunch of points. He has help. And he just wants to ease into the game, especially look, he's coming off an injury. He's coming off the injury. He's getting his rhythm back. So the slow start could be because of the injury. Um, but we'll be here. I don't think there's going to be, you know, there's been talk of can Julius Randle have two good seasons in a row? I think he's going to do it. Jalen Brunson is here. He has help. I think it's going to come to a point where he gets his shot back and we'll be okay. What do you think, Anthony? I think uh, I like it. I like it. So far, so good. You know, one of my uh, things that I have against Julius Randle is I think I want him to be more selfless and can he make other people around him better? And that seems to be something he's trying to do, at least, you know, making an effort to do, um, move the ball a little better, uh, faster out of double teams. And, and hitting the shots just when we need him to. When you open, just hit the shot that we need. Um, I think uh, that's important, too, that he's hitting when he's open, you know. Um, especially today, like, you know, a couple of games he, he struggled. But, like, two out of the four games, he's hit the shots we, we need him to. And um, I... Uh, I like it. I, I like I like that he was more aggressive today. He wasn't he start like uh, Ryan G had mentioned, he stopped settling and uh started going to the bucket. Playing the bully ball in the mid-range that we know of and we want to see more of, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh today was very, you know, I watched it with a smile on my face again cuz uh, it was a team effort. Uh I like it. I love it. When you have that, you don't have to put so much pressure on Julius or Brunson. Listen, we better have won this game. They didn't have two of their starters. There was no excuses. I'll tell you the truth. It was too close for too long. All right. They they put, <laughs> they put their throats on their necks in the third quarter. I'm gonna I'm gonna just pretend that Tiz was playing possum, where he's it's, like, I'm not gonna double Donovan Mitchell until the third quarter because I'm I'm just gonna wait to pull that trump card out. Maybe that's Tibbs, what was happening. Tibbs, I really believe Tibbs believes that. One person can't beat him. So if you're going off, just don't let everybody else join the party. You know, Donovan Mitchell is going to score. It's uh, making sure everybody else does it, you know. So I get why he didn't uh, double team. I get it. I, I get it. Too. I mean, he did it, and it worked out at, at the right time. I'm just I'm yeah. just glad it worked out at the right time because it was too close for comfort. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that Julius Randle and Brunson and those guys put the pedal to the metal. Uh, but let's also talk about somebody else, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, it's funny because R.J. didn't really have a great shooting game per se, but there's one place where he's shooting well, and that's the three, okay? So far in the season, he's been shooting 38% from three. That was one of our keys to the season. If R.J. Barrett can hit threes, we should be okay. He's been doing that. On top of that, the Badman, R.J., 60%. From the corner, let's go. Sixty percent from the corner three—it's a flamethrower. It is crazy because I'm watching RJ play today, and I'm watching him shoot, and it looks very easy for the for the man. 
It looks very easy. It looks very fluid. I've never seen him look this fluid shooting the ball since he's been a Nick. There was even a shot where he uh he took he he shot off the dribble from three. And usually that makes me a little bit nervous. But even though he missed, it looked good. It looked natural. It looked like he's been doing it. So I don't know what he's figured out. But it's looking like RJ's figured something out because he, he's looking like a dangerous man. And even though he had like a, a weird third quarter where, you know, he, he was going off the rails a little bit. Overall, I still like what I've seen from RJ. Yeah, man. Um, RJ, it's getting to a point now where I don't want to say it because it's a bit too early and I still got to see a bigger sample size, but... I'm beginning to get confident in RJ with the corner three yeah. because it seems like the corner three, he's knocking that down on a, on a consistent basis. And if he can do that, I think that'd be very helpful because with a lot of de- with, with the, with the, with the way teams play defenses nowadays, a lot of times that corner three is open. You know what I mean? So if you can, so if you can knock that down on, on a consistent basis, I believe that's going to help out the Knicks tremendously. But overall, I mean, like we said, RJ is probably like one of the best performance for the Knicks so far this season probably outside of Mitch and he's continuing to play well he didn't have a great shooting night tonight 5 of 13 you can't expect him to shoot well every single night but that three ball is definitely coming along and I'm like and I'm liking what I'm seeing from RJ so far this season Go ahead, I know you want to say something. yes you already know I saw I, I see leaps I told you I think that baby figured something out definitely I, I saw it in FIBA I saw something different in him in FIBA. Uh, I know everybody was like, it's just FIBA or whatever, but I, I watched uh, just his performance and how his strength, and he's a grown man, RJ. Mm-hmm. Grown man, RJ. Boys the men right now. Uh, so I, uh, I I love what I see. Imagine RJ with a consistent three that you have to respect. What does that look like for Brunson and, uh, and Randall? What what does that look like for opposing defenses? How are you going to guard that? Yeah. Uh so it's exciting. Sky's the limit. It's coming, <laughs> it's coming together, guys. It's coming together. Look, he's looking. He, if you if you squint really hard, you drink a little bit. We <laughs> talked about Jimmy with the three. Remember we saw about Jimmy with the three a few years ago. He's starting to hit the three. He's starting to pass the ball, but he's he's doing things off the dribble now. He's starting to come into shape. It's starting. It's starting to. I don't. Do you realize how big this is? It, R.J. Barrett turns out to be what we want him to be. We haven't had a good top 10 pick in this organization since Chris Todd's Porzingis. And you see what happened with Chris Todd's Porzingis. So for, we've had all these great second round picks, but for us to hit on a lottery pick means a lot for this franchise moving forward. So this is a big deal that R.J. Barrett is seemingly turning on quarter. And I hope it keeps going in this direction because it's still very early um, but it looking very promising at the very least the thought process the way he processes the game the way he's reading defenses at the very least that's taking the jump at the very least but the IDES is telling me that the jump shot is looking very natural and it's looking better game to game so I, I'm extremely extremely pleased with the progress of RJ it's funny, he didn't shoot well today, 38%, but that three-point shot, still he still shot 60% from three today. So, hey, I'm taking that to the bank every single day. And 
for you guys know shout out to shout out to the regular shout out to the loyal shout out to the klt family he's been here thick and thin listen discord link is up if you want to talk to us and you got something to say about this game click that discord link in the chat i know if you guys are watching on twitter if you guys are watching on facebook um if you want to get in the chat and talk to us go to the youtube click the discord link you can talk next with us at the kot show all right all right let's get it Ooh, uh jalen brunson now man jalen brunson has been wait whoa, 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 hold on skirt back it up i forgot to give rj barrett Wait a minute. <laughs> I forgot to give RJ more praise. Bro, for me. Bruh. Okay. Stats that came out about RJ Barrett this week. Oh, yes. Starts stats that came out about RJ Barrett this week. Number one. Uh, number one. In fast breaks. In fast break points this week was RJ Barrett. Better over, over Donovan Mitchell. Over SGA has been RJ Barrett. And who... But RJ Barrett has been number one in defensive field goal percentage. Come on. Look at people up. Two-way RJ. Look, listen. It's fun. Listen. Grimes is my guy. Grimes is my guy. But when RJ was on Ingram, Ingram was having a little bit of a tougher time. He was. Tatum I'm, not, too. I'm not taking any way, anything away from what Grimes has done defensively from last year to this year. Still a phenomenal defender. But RJ has been, he's stepped it up defensively over the past few games, whether it be setting up the screens, his one-on-one defense. It's certainly been a point of emphasis this season for him. And having RJ be a three and D guy who can set people up and shoot threes and it's, man, it's still early. It's still very early, but I'm very excited. Yeah, I think we definitely got to give RJ his props, especially on the defensive side of the ball as well. I know we've been talking about, I know we've been talking a, a whole lot about the offensive side and stuff like that. But yeah, defensively, he's definitely stepped up his game. Last year, he was kind of a traffic cone at times. Kind of. This time, he's not a he's not a traffic cone for these per, first three games of the regular season. He's definitely not a traffic cone. I mean, first four games. <laughs> for sure, for sure, he's clamping people below. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We need it. We need all the defense we get to help out Jalen Brunson and these guys. We need it. Right. I don't know. You got anything to say, Ebony? I know. I feel like we just just leap leap frogs like frogs. <laughs> leap leap. Okay. That's right. Ribbit. Let's go. Taking the leap. <laughs> let's get it. Let's, let's talk about my boy. Let's talk about my boy Jalen Brunson, man. Jalen Brunson's been struggling. He has been struggling. He had that. He's not been struggling for three, but he's been struggling for two. And I wish Lee was here today, but shout out to Lee because Lee's he's dealing with some stuff. He'll be back with us. Um, but he's really been struggling hitting that two-pointer. He's been shooting 28% inside of the paint. But what a better remedy for Jalen Brunson than to play the Cavs, all right? Because every time he sees Donovan Mitchell... He lights those boys up. He lights them up. And he did that today. 19 points. <laughs> and five turnovers. I don't know what that was about. But the thing that I saw today was he was able to operate in the paint. It was actually the, the inverse, too. He's been shooting a lot of threes recently. Uh, yes, I think he shot like, he's shooting like over eight threes a game, to be exact. This game was the inverse. He was in the paint and living in the paint. 
still wasn't like super high percentage 43 percent for three but plus 21 on the night highest plus minus um was definitely a big part of that run in the third quarter and also the fourth quarter it was like an interesting lineup with brunson iq divincenzo and and Hart and Hart and Stein. That was an interesting line as well. I don't know if you have that, guys have anything to add to that. What? Um, um, yeah. Oh, you go ahead, Ebony. Yeah, Brunson. Um, yeah, I like what I like just that they're not forcing it. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with not trying to do too much. You know, don't do too much. Uh, I I get the turnovers. Some of them was like, all right, come on. But you know, um, other than that, just the fact that he can play off ball and that three pointer is, is is falling. And if it falls, then like we see, he's gonna get to the basket pretty easily. Because mm-hmm. now you have to respect you have to respect his shot, and then he already has the handles and the footwork to do. You know, you see that. But um, I, I honestly just think that it's FIBA. Um, I think Josh Hart and maybe Brunson may have uh chewed off a little bit more than they they can handle, like leg wise. You know, um, you know, you hear you heard Josh Hart say that it was his first playoffs. So your first time playing that length, and then you play length more with FIBA, mm-hmm. you know that might that might do something to your legs, and you can see that with Austin Reeves too, because he's not he's not he's struggling a little bit right now with the shot in his leg. So maybe that's just it, and they have to play into game shape. But I'm really I have have, have the utmost confidence in Jalen Brunson and his work ethic, and just confidence will carry him. Yeah, and also Jalen Brunson he had a wedding too. He had like like he he he's supposed to get married. Pushed back the wedding to go to FIBA, then went to FIBA, then got married. Then I'm guessing he probably had tried to get a little bit of rest. Then only played like two preseason games. And then now he's looking a little bit rusty. And it's for good reason. It's for good reason. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Well, I already know he's going to get it back. And you saw, you saw the start of that today. Yeah, I guess Brunson putting in work more way, in more ways than one this past summer. But um, yeah, Brunson on. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, Brunson. Um, I yeah, I think this would this would have been the podcast where we, we would have liked to have Leon because there was a huge conversation going on. Yeah, <laughs> between Jay Ellis and Lee, I think it was uh, during the weekend where they where they were going back and forth about Jalen Brunson's struggles, and Lee was pointing Lee and Lee made some good points about the way teams have been playing Jalen Brunson. You know where you know putting bigger wings on him and. And every time he goes into the paint, you always see them like try to like create like some wall around Brunson to prevent him from getting to the basket and things of that nature. And I think tonight Cavs are pretty much trying to do the same by putting a core on him. And every time he was going to the basket, they kind of like walled him off from the paint. But I think Brunson made good adjustments by knocking down the mid-range jumper because that's going to be there for him all day. And we all know Brunson can knock down the mid-range jumper with consistency. So I was glad to see him get back to that. And the turnovers are a concern because, you know, Jalen Brunson is a guy that usually takes care of the ball. He usually doesn't turn it over like that. So the, the turnovers are a concern. But, you know, like Ebony said, you know, probably he maybe he did bite off a bit, you know, much that he can, you know, chew. However that saying goes. Yeah, but, you know, maybe, you know, it's just going to take him some time to get his rhythm back and, you know, and get closer to the Jalen Brunson we saw last season. Nah, yo, yo, you, man, I was really, I was really hoping that Lee would come today. I was like, I was loading <laughs> the bullets. I, was, <laughs> I might save my points just in case 
Just in case he comes back with the smoke, I might save my point because I know he's watching. What's good, Lee? I know he's <laughs> What's up, Lee? <laughs> he's watching. So I'm gonna save all my rebuttals to my back pocket just to, just in case he come with the smoke. I'm gonna hit him with the cannon. All right. That's in my brother. You know? <laughs> but all, all, all I'll say this, man. Jalen Brunson is Jalen Brunson. He's been walled up all last year. Miami played him tough. Uh, I, I felt like there was Miami played better defense on him in the playoffs than what, whatever happened in his first few games. So I don't buy the, oh, Jalen Brunson, he just got defense. They, 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 they caught up to him. He's just, he's just, he's just rusty. He'll be fine. <laughs> you got to get them legs back. That's get a... the legs back. Yo, what, what did you guys make of RJ Barrett not playing um, a lot of minutes today? Because that was interesting. It's funny, the last few games I've seen, I've seen actually Randall playing a lot with the second unit, and that's usually kind of RJ's thing. Um, I don't know, what do you guys make of that? Well, maybe it is, a, maybe it is. First, I was like, is it because they want to see, get some height with the second unit? Um, there was also something that, something that happened. They were saying that RJ tweaked his knee in the first game, so maybe it could be this trying to preserve him. Um, because you're playing so many games. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have anything to say about that. What you think about that? I think uh like um on Twitter, Nick's fan says birth, shout out to him. He always shows support. Uh he uh, was saying how you like you mentioned that uh it's uh it, he tweaked his knee. RJ tweaked his knee in the first game. Mm -hmm. So it, I just think it's is we have a back to back and it's just being careful and not not making it worse type things, especially since, like I said, we have a team now. So we don't have to force it, you know, especially when quickly is on where he is. I know we're going to get to that. But uh, they, they, we don't have to force it with a team. Everybody just pitches in when, they, when they're on the floor. When, when you get the ball, do something good with it. That's it. I know it sounds simple, but it could be a little harder than that. I get it. But that's basically what we're doing. Just when you get when it's your turn, produce. Mm -hmm. And and I I just think that with RJ is is nothing but uh making sure that they're not making it worse. And the fact that we have a back to back. Yeah, that's probably it. That's that's probably it. That's probably yeah. It. Um, honestly, I think it's a combination of things. I do think that. Since the second unit is small, I do think Thibs leaves Randall out there just for size purposes so they can match up better with teams. And I think he kind of staggers that second unit minutes between Randall and RJ, kind of like have Randall out there for half of it for size purposes. Then he brings in RJ and give Randall some rest and RJ runs the rest of minutes with the second unit. But I also think, you know, the knee thing as well, you know, like when you have guys on your bench like Josh Hart that can, you know, step in for, you know, step in for somebody and play extra minutes, you know, you really don't have to push RJ like that, knowing that, you know, you have a you have a backup that's capable of, you know, taking over for him in case, you know, you need to rest RJ a little bit due to, you know, an injury or whatever the case may be. So I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. Yeah, I have one one thing real quick. Um, yeah, I noticed also with tips today there was always a starter in there. If it wasn't RJ, if it wasn't Randall, you had Brunson running with them also. It was always a starter today in the meaningful minutes with the bench today. I thought that that was interesting. 
That is true. I mean, can we always kind of we always kind of uh, complain about how he doesn't stagger the minutes. So it was interesting to see him stagger the minutes today and get some positive results and hopefully continues on that trend. So yeah, no, that's a that's a good point, Ebony. That's, that's a really good point. And what else is a good point? Can we talk about something about the Cavs, man? The Cavs, to me, Evan Mobley. Are they in trouble? I've been hearing about Evan Mobley is going to be this nice centerpiece for so long, and he's developing this offensive game. And, nah, 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 nah. and then he gets in front of Mitch. I'm, I'm, every time this man sees, looks Mitch in his eyes, I feel like he backs down, and I feel like Mitch sees fear. I do. I feel like that man is scared of him because he suns him every single time. Every time I Mobley shoots the ball, he shot the ball all day. He shot him. Every shot was short. Every single one. Every shot was short. And, we in that baby head. And all these lists be coming up about all these centers and all these power forwards who who, who top 100 and Mitch be 100 and they be 78. And every time my man Mitch meets him. He knocks him down to size, and it and you make it makes you consider flipping the, the order a little bit. Cause I, I it was Evan Moby. Listen, shoot, if you're gonna be really real, do you see what Hardenstein did to that boy? Because if you're talking about top 100, I might put Hardenstein the way he played today at 78, and I put a Moby at 100. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. I, is this is just the is it just the Knicks put the fear in? His heart, because it looks like they, he looked like he shook. It looked like he's scared of us. And he have his man, Jared Allen, backing him up because Mitch Sun both went at the same time before. <laughs> two for one special. Two for one. Two piece. <laughs> McDonald's number two. Like, value meal. Sun both of them. So I think he's more scared because he's by himself and he didn't have his, his big homie to lean on. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Quinn is a good guy, good player, but when he gets around us, I don't know. He be, I feel like that's the song Shook ones be playing in the back of his head. It's funny though because if you watch the game, the Cavaliers definitely made some adjustments with the way the Knicks smacked them in the playoffs last season. Number one, it seemed like they got a bunch of guys now that crashed the boards. So like, so basically, the Knicks killed them on the offensive boards in the playoffs last season and pretty much every game the Knicks played them, Knicks just killed them on the boards. Right. So now they bring, so now they bring in some energy guys where, you know, some guys who play like Josh Hart, where it's like, okay, you know, when they miss a shot, they crash the boards and they're able to get offensive boards and things of that nature. Cause in the first half, the Cavaliers were actually dominating the offensive boards. They were actually killing the Knicks on the boards, but in the second half, the Knicks shut that down. They were like, nah, y'all ain't grabbing no more offensive boards like that. And the Knicks started to, you know, crack to crack down the boards and and run them off there. But I do give the Cavaliers props like that. The Knicks definitely put fear in their heart because for them to get guys to crash the boards like that, energy guys and all that stuff, like you you can tell the Knicks did something to them last season. The Knicks definitely did something to them. Let that. I mean, you know what? I, I'm gonna shoot them some bail because they had people injured. But you can't be in the media talking. About oh yeah, we waiting for him. We waiting for him to come. Like Evan Mobley in particular, you can't be in the media talking and then play like that. You got, yeah, you got him talking about. It's a big game for us. Yeah. We definitely really want to get this win and really put it on him. 
We got your number. We in their head. I'm telling you. you it's in their head. You know how the they, real the real G's be like. The real G's lie. I don't know if you guys know, but the real G's lie. The, the real G's in the NBA. Knowing the nigga be Knicks Heat, nineties, right after they fought, about to play the Heat again. You know it's a regular game. It's a long season. Uh, one game is only equal to one game. Like they'll lie to you straight to your face, <laughs> lie to the media, and then play you and then smack you. Act like it's the big game. Like that's you had some. You can't. You, you can't. had somebody that 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 we forgot play basketball, Jay. Uh, we forgot uh, oh, Tristan Thompson talking <laughs> crap. I didn't forget. I forgot he played basketball. I know him for, for being a cheater. Now, I'm more of a basketball player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the sirloin steak of basketball over there. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't do much either. He All that smack he talked, and he didn't do much. He didn't do nothing but set illegal screens all night. That's all he did. <laughs> Yeah, they. I think we. Uh, Cleveland is not one of the teams. I'm. I'm not. I don't ever look past the team, but we match up very well. Even if they went and tried to get every known Nick killer there is, I still think they would match up very well with the. You know, Struess. They played a lot of zone in Miami. They don't do that in Cleveland. So you know, you you got to play defense one on one. How's that look? Um, exactly. <laughs> not too nice. <laughs> Yeah, so so I'm not I'm not uh Cleveland. I think we definitely have their their Mitch's figured something out and iHeart seems to find his touch today. Mm -hmm. So um I told you about the iHeart Mitch thing. Together they're perfect, perfect, uh the per perfect center. But we got twenty, twenty one points out of the out of our center position today. Sure did. Um yeah. what about fourteen rebounds? Sure did. Three steals. Two, three blocks, or was it four blocks? Oh, no blocks. They ain't get no blocks today. Neither one of them. Oh, no. D uh, I Heart got one. Yeah, he got a block. I Heart got yeah, one. He got a block. Yeah. So, like, they make the perfect center, and this is what I was saying, what I liked about the I Heart uh, Mitch tandem. Um, Any night, depending on what we need, is who's going to play. And, and I'm cool with that. Both of them played well. One played more. You know, Um, I Heart definitely found his touch. It looked pretty today. It was very, very, very nice game for him. I like this game too. I like this game. I like the way he got to the basket and was able to seal people with his shoulder and shoot over the top with the little hook shots. Yeah. I liked all that. Um, even Dante had some, you know, he was. Yeah, no, I like Dante. You know that. Six assists. Okay. He was he was the point guard today with six assists. Got some fouls fighting over screens. Um, foul IQ for some dagger threes. Shout out to IQ trying to get his money. <laughs> yeah, him and Hart, him and Hart have a good connection. Yeah. Him and Hart, you can see it. Um, I seen it in the Boston game. He set him up for a couple of open threes in that game. And every game he's looked for 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 Josh Hart or, or got him uh clean looks. Mm -hmm. So I've noticed his playmaking ability. Um, we just gotta get him layup drills, you know, and uh we'll, he'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna look at his layup stats. I already know his yeah. it's not looking Brunson's is twenty eight percent. His gotta be like, like his gotta be <laughs> good game. Good game overall. Uh, listen, I don't know if you guys have noticed. And it's funny because I feel like the Cavs should have been motivated because of Scott Perry. Because Scott Perry did come out and speak today. And also, hold on, before I even get to that, shout out to the chat. Shout out to the chat. I see you in the chat. 
Yes, I see KT and Brutus. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Yo, if chat too, listen, I know it's been a while. If you want to talk to us, there's a Discord link pinned to the top. Pinned to the top of the YouTube chat. You all got to do is click there. You got my man Fritz in there waiting to talk to you guys. You can plug you in. You can talk Knicks basketball. Shout out to Knicks family and the people. Uh, I know it's been a while since we've done it, but we brought it back for you guys so you can talk to us, all right? Um, and it's a lot simpler than the last one we had Discord. All right, but shout out to people in chat. Shout out to Alexander. Shout out to Jason N. Shout out to Jigga Man Porto. Shout out to Teresa Powell. Shout out to Just Nix uh, and Ronnie Sennon and Craig Ward. Craig, yo, Craig, it's been a minute, man. Good to see you, bro. Really good to see you, man. Oh, did did the IQ uh, fan come? Because he played well today. Sure, nah. <laughs> <laughs> IQ, IQ scored 18. He's not coming. Nah. <laughs> Matter matter of fact, yo, can we talk about IQ right quick? Because you, you like you know that scene in Bad Boys Two where at, towards the end of the movie when Martin when Martin Lawrence takes that shot at the Cuban dude and kills him, and at, and and afterwards Will Smith is like, "That's how you shoot. That's how I want my partner to shoot." Like, <laughs> but now, well, that's wait, how you wait, shoot. Wait, 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 with the way IQ played today, it's like that's how I want you to play. I want you that's to how play. I want you to play. But now on, that's how you play. Exactly. <laughs> but, but yeah, IQ, I, I I love IQ's shot selection tonight. His shot selection tonight was perfect. He took good shots all game. And I just want to give IQ his props for that. Yeah. Especially yeah, because IQ has this unique ability that nobody else has where Tibbs can yell at him and it does not phase him at all. <laughs> at all. Because right before he hit those shots, those two threes, he, uh, he tried to thread an evil uh, thread the needle and, and throw a pass to Hartenstein and cause a turnover. And I think it was like the second or third turnover in a row. Cause a fast break for the Cavs. Call a timeout. But IQ, he just, he just shakes it off. That's why I believe him. I, I just believe That's in his work ethic and his confidence. His confidence is so crazy where anything can happen. He's just like, whatever. I'm just going to still shoot, put up threes, hit it perfectly, and put this game away. So, yeah, shout out to IQ. <laughs> That's out to IQ. Yes. Mm. You know, I told y'all, leap, 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 frogs everywhere. Everywhere. Ribbit, <laughs> <laughs> ribbit. I believe in IQ, like for the things that you mentioned. When you have that confidence and you, you don't, it doesn't waver, uh, and then you have to work ethic on top of it, you're bound to get better. And, and, and you're, con and like I said, you're confident in your, in your work. So you're going to take those shots and you're going to think they're going in every time, you know? So you're seeing his work pay off the the work this is the iq that i know and love and i know that this is what we're going to get majority of the of the season um like you said his shot selection was beautiful he was a uh, pulling and when, when he was open and, and making his own space and using screens very well um I, I like i like iq and his growth and, and his poise when he plays like that and then when he did take a bad shot uh, Tibbs actually sat his behind down for the rest of the game when he pulled that long three Tibbs was like all right you're doing too much Come sit next to me. We're going to have a little talk. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, did you guys see the Scott Perry interview, man? I'm I'm manifesting I'm manifesting a, a Scott Perry interview for the KOT show. I would love that. I love Scott Perry. Yeah. I really do. Yo, I, I appreciate did everything job. he did. Yes, ex exactly. He did a good job. I know some Knicks fans uh, don't like it. I, I feel like he did a good job. I got said, me I, Mitch. 
I still feel like there's certain contract structures that I call the Scott Perry special. And ever since he's left, I haven't seen it. So I, I still, I feel believe, and I, I believe it's him. You know, you know the contract where it's two years guaranteed, one year team option, the sending contracts that start off high and end low. I feel like those are the Scott Perry specials, man. And I haven't seen a contract like that since he left. So I would ask, I want to ask him if he, if that's his special. All right, that's one of the questions. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh wait, who? You know, I, I know around. My bad. I thought you was talking, but so Scott Perry though he had an interview, and they mentioned Donovan Mitchell, and it's funny. I was really interested in this interview because. The Knicks front office doesn't really speak a lot, so you don't really know their thought process. So when this came across the screen, I was I was glued. I was like, "Oh man, Scott Perry's like maybe he's gonna spill a little bit." Of, and he, he gave a little bit. He did give a little bit. The most he really gave about was was the Donovan Mitchell trade situation and ex- explained why we didn't go after him. And what he said was, "Utah wanted two thirds of our team." young players and picks and they felt like Donovan Mitchell as although he is talented he is not a singular force that a turn around your franchise where you can warrant giving up two-thirds of your roster um now so I know a lot of Knicks fans were upset that you know that trade didn't happen but also there was a lot of Knicks fans who absolutely agreed with him me being one of them, I just like this too. That's too expensive. It is too expensive. And Donovan Mitchell is a great player, but listen, we seen that today. We shut down Donovan Mitchell. We doubled him in the second quarter, in the third, I mean second half, and he's not that singular force that can bring you over the hump where you can give up for your whole team. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you guys, how do you feel about that perspective? Um. I mean, to be honest, it's right. Like, for example, take KD, for example. So far this season, Beal and Booker has missed games. So basically, KD's out there with a bunch of guys that, you know, aren't really star caliber players. He's basically out there with a bunch of role players. And KD lifts up that Suns team to where they're at least competitive and can compete and win a game or two despite the fact that they're missing Booker and they're missing Beal. Donovan, on the other hand, look at him tonight against the Knicks. He's missing Levert. He's missing Garland. He's missing Allen. Mm-hmm. So he's missing a big chunk of that, you know, of their core right there. And against the Knicks, he couldn't, he, he really couldn't lift up his team. Yeah, like, yeah, they were able to, you know, stay close within like the first half and like part of the third quarter. But eventually the Knicks just began to began to overwhelm them because he didn't have enough support around him to prop to lift the Cavaliers up. So, I mean, right there, right then and there, that shows you an example of a guy that is a superstar and has a singular force. He can lift his team up to the point where they're at least competitive and they have a chance to win. And a guy that he needs extra pieces around him to make the team competitive, competitive enough to win. So what Scott Perry said is true. And it doesn't make sense to give up two thirds of your roster for a guy where you know that if you acquire that player, you're gonna add you have to add more to the team to make the team competitive. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I There's do very too. few guys in this league 
where you can give up two thirds of your team where I feel like it can make a difference. Um, I feel like you gotta be MVP type caliber guy to do that. Like KD in his prime definitely could. I, I still feel like Embiid is something, you know, everybody doesn't like that, but I still feel like Embiid is a guy <laughs> or the Giannis's of the world. Like those, like those guys who can give you 50 wins by themselves. You just put that guy on your team and some pips and the cheerleader. And yeah, and y'all got 50 wins. Those are the guys where I feel like it might be worth it. And then you can figure it out later. Uh, but to me, Donovan Mitchell, very talented. Need to pair her with somebody else. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 when you start chase that way and you start heavy, you have to be perfect. So you see what you're going through. Uh, well, most of them are going through injuries happen, they, and they can't sustain that. You got to get to the playoffs first. You understand? So, uh, I get that they're good caliber guys, but sometimes your your team is so thin. I I respect what the Suns built because they did put together a team. Um, you know they filled out their team pretty nicely. I I will say. Um, I I don't I, I think if you're going to give that, like you said, it has to be somebody that can win games, can change games by himself almost. And um, it has to be years of it, not one or two prime years or maybe prime years. So maybe a Luca or Tatum type star. I'm not saying that them per se, but that age type star where they're just trying to get into their prime, looking to, you know, get mm -hmm. a championship and solidify their, you know, their their legacy, maybe type of players, those types. Um, I like I like the Detroit. I'm going to say I'm going to keep saying that. I like the Detroit Piston type, the Denver Nugget type teams where you're deep, constant pressure because it takes pressure off your big guys. It really does. If everybody contributes 10 here or hit a shot when they're open here, that puts pressure on the defense. And when that happens, mistakes happen. And that's good for us. Now, I feel you. It's, you know what it is, Ebony? Yo, like those type of teams are so unique. Like, I think that's really that's been... us. Uh, a team like the Pistons to win the chip since the Pistons, you know. And ironically, Scott Perry was was the guy who was around who put that Pistons team together. So I start, I, I kind of wonder what the mentality is of this front offense since you know Pat Scott Perry has been here so so long. And even the way that things are shaping out right now, where you have you know James Harden is shipped out to the Clippers. You have Maxi who's stepping up. He's being an all-star caliber person, player. They have cat space next season. Um, so, you know, they might be able to go up their big star next season. Here's somebody with Embiid. So it's yeah. funny how things are shaping out. We want that big star too. But by default, we might have to end up trying to build like the Pistons. You know yes. what I mean? Like it, 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 no. it, it might look like that. I call it wishing upon a star. I'm done with that. I'm done with wishing upon a star. And uh, the Embiid, I'm not really putting too much stock because we're in the same conference. They're going to want the world to send him to the same conference. Um, So you're already seeing that they, they sent Harding to the West. Like, okay, we got to send you here. Go ahead. But away from us. Away from Away from us, they were just like, no, 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 not, not in this conference, not on the east side. You could be, a, we'll see you two times, not four. Yeah, they would, have, they would have sent Harden to Washington if, the, if, the, if he was. Okay. Well, if the package was good enough, right? They had it, but they wasn't getting much back for him. That was, that was a, a, a given, and I thought they still got a lot. I didn't think they were going to get that much, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they ain't got no young players. They got a bunch of pick swaps and stuff like that. 
Yeah, but when you're a contender, those are the type of picks you need. You know, those are the type of players you need to fill out a roster. Just consistency. That's all you're looking for. People who know how to be pros. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what, too? Uh, I know people have been clamoring, and I've been looking at it, too. One of the people who's came, come over from that 76ers trade has been Marcus Morris. Uh, Nick favorite, my favorite. Uh Marcus, Philly native. Philly native, yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere, to be honest. Nobody's fans want him. He he will always get free drinks in New York. For <laughs> and he paid his dues. Look, Marcus Morris got us Emmanuel quickly, because shout out to people. Some people shout say it's Scott Perry. Some people say it's Steve Mills that made the trade to the Clippers. That got us the pick that later got us Emmanuel quickly. Uh I think it's I think it's Perry. But Marcus, man, we we still need a power forward. Like we still, we still need. Yeah, to be honest, Jay, I don't think uh, Hart is not doing bad. I know he's not. It's not uh like out there. Like whoa, look at me! But he's handling his own. What what did he get rebound wise? He's getting us rebounds. He has seven rebounds, so he is rebounding in that spot. He is defending. Um, you know, sometimes they challenged at the rim and, and they got there, but it wasn't a lot. And and we got into transition actually when he did get uh out there, you know. So I, I think it it's just not loud, you know, but I don't think he's done a horrible job. Uh can it be sustained? We we have to see though. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's not even necessarily Josh Hart per se. There are teams out here that are Oh. And we struggle against them every year. And should I even talk about this on Dexter's show? I appreciate the Dante DiVincenzo signing. I like him as a player. I can see how he fits with his team. But there's going to come a time where you're going to have to guard somebody who's 6'7", 6'8", with a long wingspan. And we're going to be looking around like, what do we do? And it's going to happen. It's happened already with the pelicans it's going to happen again but there's a lot of tall teams out here so I, I i still feel like that has to be addressed and as much as i love this team when i look at the additions of josh hart and dante divincenzo if we were to bring a long wing here i feel like one of them would have to be the one to move i uh yeah, maybe I don't. I don't know if they will. Those are those are Tibbs guys, right? Um, those are Tibbs guys and Brunson's guys. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I just think that it's not. Yeah, there's some teams that maybe that our team will have issues with, but I don't think it's a lot. Like out of all the teams, maybe you know, not a lot of them. I think are are deep or long. You know, um, maybe if they stagger the, the the stars, but during the regular season, you see we're not seeing teams at full strength even at the beginning of the season. So Lord knows what's going to happen in the middle and the end of things, and uh, I, that's why I, I, I like our team. I think we're built for a long season action, except for that. You know, God forbid with the Randall situation, but other than that, I think uh, we we were built pretty pretty. Decent, whatever style of basketball you want, and especially if we got two way RJ. Yeah, two way RJ might two way. Well, that's our our last hope. He's not. He doesn't have a long wingspan, but two two way RJ is our last hope at this point. Because man, I'm I'm looking at the Lakers' length. I'm looking at Toronto. Orlando's always gives us problems. 
shoot, we're gonna play, we're gonna be playing. I still remember last season when we played the San Antonio Spurs and half us half of our team was injured, and all their players were like six eight and just shooting right over us, like they didn't even see us. You would yeah, never wasn't play yeah. defense. And, and, and they it got windy worse. now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes it even worse now because they got Webby, so it's even worse now. I can't wait to see that matchup. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. I, I'm excited to see what what iHeart and Mitch do. I'm excited. A little nervous, but excited. I want to see what. <laughs> I want to see what happens. I hope they don't get embarrassed. I think my guy Mitch gonna show up and show out. Though. We'll see. We'll see. And I'm sure we on video and clip it up too. <laughs> I'm sure we on video and clip it up. <laughs> But I don't know. I love. I still love the team, but it, I, I'm sorry. I'm. I still feel like we need a. We we need. We need a long win or something. We need a long win. Yeah. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see how many. I'm gonna let it give it a chance. Yeah. Like I think we're gonna make the. I feel. I still feel the same. We're gonna do well in the playoffs. You know, we're gonna make the playoffs. We're gonna get around that 48 win, 58 win. I I still feel that way. But I just feel. I feel that way because of all the work we did last season. Not yeah. anything we did this season. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, I don't know. That's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. I, I, I felt very, uh, like today, I'm going to just say, because I saw the flow. It was like, first it was RJ. He was getting what he wanted, scoring, doing his thing. And then, like, it transitioned to, like, Randu. Randu started getting off and doing his thing, getting to the cup, staying mid-range, hitting his open threes when he had it. And and then third quarter it was like the Brunson show, you know, Brunson IQ show. So it mixed in with the the I heart me I heart and uh Josh Hart and Dante doing their thing a little bit. That that's that's what you want. Yeah, correct. So granted, so granted, you know, you see Randall only had nineteen, you see Barry had sixteen, but you had what six people in double figures. That that helps. Yo, I'm not. I am not combating that. I'm just talking about defensively. Nah, yeah, nah. I know. I get. I know you're not doing that. But I just why I said that's why I I believe in it because it, it it makes room for for mistakes to me. More room for mistakes. I feel. Yeah, I agree. I mean that's true. But top end talent usually wins championships. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say defense. Good. You know me. Both. Defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mitchell, both. Both. Spend time with defense and threes. That's like, that's what you need. You need somebody, Fact. you need rebounders, you need defense, you need three-point shooters, and you need that guy who can take you home where the defense is so good and it's like, you know what? Go. Go. Yeah, that's a bucket. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> even the Pistons, even the Pistons, even even that Pistons team, as much as committed they were, they had big shot Billups. We got big shot Brunson. They, got, yeah. they had big shot Billups. When things was going wrong, I'm pulling this three and mm -hmm. I'm winning the game. So, like, you need that. You had Rasheed Wallace who lived, you know, he did it inside yeah. out. Mm -hmm. That could be that could be Randu. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying that there's the same player, but you get, you get my know. vision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you gotta you gotta clarify. No, no, I didn't say I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I mean, I, Rasheed Wallace was my guy when he played. I was a big Rasheed Wallace fan, actually. So um and then you know Ben Wallace, we got Mitch. Uh you, you got you got Rip Hamilton, no, I'm not saying that Grimes is Rip Hamilton, 
But you get where I'm going. Somebody who can hit a three. Or even RJ, whichever person you want to put there. Because RJ hitting threes now. Yeah, what? You hear me? Yeah, RJ hitting threes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of the Rip Hamilton, though. Rip Hamilton running off the damn court. Yeah, <laughs> the way that man run off screens. <laughs> Rip, Rip Hamilton, constant. He was a great, uh, great shape. Constant movement. Yeah. That's what I wish we would run something like that for anybody. I like with that. <laughs> Yo, I saw, I saw Grimes. You saw Grimes pick and roll with Mitch with Mitch today. Yeah, that was the first time I seen that. Yeah, trying. And he, I'm like, yo, my man Grimes be playing with Penny Hardaway every season, working on his ball handling, pick and roll reads, and never runs a pick and roll. <laughs> this is the first pick and roll I've seen him play, and I started to wonder too because usually when he gets the pick, he usually shoots it right away. So maybe I don't know. If he just chose to go about it differently this time, or, or or if that was by design, because with Grimes, he's usually the guy who's going to make a quick decision. He's not usually the guy who's going to screen. I'm going to hold the ball and then I'm going to rescreen. That's what kind of makes me question if he can be a lead ball handler because I because I start to wonder: Can you handle the ball more for more than three seconds at a time? <laughs> You know, uh, so that was it was good for me to see him throw a lob to Mitch and kind of do something out of the norm for once. Even though, like, I don't know, he didn't shoot well today. He didn't shoot well the last few games with the exception of, of the, the Celtics game. And hopefully that turns around and gets back to the 38% he's been shooting last season. But I, I did like the alley-oop he did to Mitch. He threw to Mitch today. Yes. Yep. Yo. Shout out to my guy, Nick. Nick, you fresh in the building. Shout out to you, man. I see you, bro. And everybody, shout out today. I feel like Jason and Mata went to see because whenever I say, uh, if you want to talk, uh, Jason and me don't want to be getting up here and, and hopping and talking. But Discord, since no one wants to jump on the Discord, because the Discord link is at the top, we can end the show right now. Unless, unless you, you know, tell me us to hold up. But we got another show tomorrow, man. We have another show. Tomorrow is Knicks versus Cast. Make sure you're here. Please hit that like and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. We will be here tomorrow talking Knicks basketball. Um, after every game, after every game we hit. But shout out to people in the chat. Shout out to Nick Yak. Shout out to Alexander. Shout out to the guy Nucky Fresh. Uh, everybody else rock with the KOT show. All right. Yes. All right. Facts. And just to prove my point even further earlier about what Scott Perry said. So right now, the Suns are playing the Spurs. The Spurs are not a great team, but it still proves the point. Katie's basically out there with the pips, and they're up by 18 on the Spurs. <laughs> That's what you call a guy that can lift up his team to win without, ha without having a whole lot around him. Yes. They say they ain't come to see you, Otis. <laughs> they ain't come to see you, Otis. <laughs> Nah, but I just want to say uh, thank you. Yeah, shouts out to everybody that supports. Um, y'all could have been anywhere. Thanks for rocking with us, though. For Appreciate sure, it. Nick Yak said, "Chat show call or no show?" What is? I don't. I don't understand your question, Nick Yak. Oh, Nick Yak wants to talk. Nick Yak, if you want to talk, there's a Discord link pinned at the top of the chat. All you gotta do is click it, and you can chat with us if if that's what you want to do. It's pinned right at the top. Right at the top, brother. So you can go ahead and do that. 
<laughs> he said he played with the pips. <laughs> he said you ain't coming. No, that's not the pips. I know, but they say nobody come to see you. Oh, this for real. They come to see KD in the main Bobo event. Right? Burn over there. It's who? Bobo game burn over there. I don't know. Oh, man. man, people need to stop about that Bobo stuff. Man. <laughs> I know that they, they. I know there's a little. I was like, it's a, they're a little worried over there about. They they're a little worried about Bill though over there. About his back, I think they saying his back issues or so. Right. So who knows? You know that could just be rest issues. Did we do a show about Bill? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did do a show about Bill. I what, what were we worried about about Bill? The injury history. Exactly. Oh, we should go after Bill. We should. Have uh, not me. I didn't say that. Um, you know me. It's like, oh, he's not motivated because my... he's his back still ain't motivated. I'm sorry. Bro. <laughs> I, I'm on a, my don't trade nobody unless it's Fournier. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. I just want to give this team a good look. Really, before I mean, really? before we Wizards, abort mission, Wizards pretty much got pulling you back for Bill. Like, like they ain't really get nothing. They got a bunch of swaps. They got Jordan Poole, right? Wasn't he didn't didn't uh, they clear up for him? Oh, um, yeah, they get pool. Yeah, he 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 he's. A, I, I always think of Tropic Thunder when I think of Jordan Poole. Like he's the dude playing the dude, pretending to be another dude. <laughs> like <laughs> he thinks he's Steph. That baby thinks he's Steph. Yo, did you see? Nah. Did you see the behind the back? The castle behind the back. Uh, the pool then, from three. <laughs> then pool from three. The KP was like, "Yo, get this book out it." <laughs> Yo, pool is gonna be. He's gonna be funny. Man. Instant uh, memes, instant instant memes, because uh, he got his championship already. It's me time now. <laughs> For real, he got his ring. He got his money. Oh, he gonna be, he gonna be, he gonna be wilding in Washington. He's gonna be wilding. <laughs> Kuzma already know they ain't going nowhere. He said we may not win many games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you know, you know, like our team ain't going too far. So, but we go, we gonna work on our game. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. I think Nick Niak is shy because I ain't seen nobody come through that Discord. Oh. So I'm just end the show right now. Okay. In the chat. You got a little extra banter in talking about Kuzma's and <laughs> everything else happening in the NBA world. But we'll see y'all tomorrow for another show. All right. That is our show. Thank you guys for watching. Enjoy it. Um and yeah. Know what it is, as always. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Mess out here in these Knicks, YouTube, and Twitter streets. That's our show. We out this mug. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, 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 co